Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rama.org.au forward slash media. Tonight we're talking about prophetic prayer, praying by the help of the Holy Spirit. So before we, uh, before we get into it, uh, I'd like us just to pray. We've got uh, people that are joining us online, and then in the future will be joining us online. What I love that we have discovered about prayer by the Holy Spirit is that it is timeless. So whatever we pray by his help can be prayed in the future by somebody else. And they are always current prayers. You think about it. Paul's prayers that he prayed 2,000 years ago, inspired by the Holy Spirit, we pray those prayers, and they are current. Immediately, they are uh, translated and transferable from two millenniums ago to our own church family, our own family, our own selves, and other people that we're praying for. It is amazing. So tonight uh, we are going to be bridging from uh, some of the other things that we have talked about, different kinds of prayer, supplication, um, the prayer of faith, and the prayer of agreement, and the use, primarily the use of the word in praying the, the word. And tonight we're going to bridge then into praying uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit. Before I say anything more, can we just um, can we just pray? And because we're inviting people into this prayer room, really, where we're talking about prayer, and then we are going to um, have enough time actually to pray tonight, um, uh, I'd like us just to pray. Let's start off by prayer, and then let's do something as well. Uh, I'd like us to exercise something then together in this in our prayer room. And that is to stir up the gift of the Holy Ghost on the inside and for us to lift up our voices together and to use our own prayer language in worship to the Lord. Can we do that? And uh, which we do, I know, in Sunday morning, a lot of times when I'm worshiping God in song or I'm worshiping God with, with everybody, um, sometimes I pray in in the Holy Spirit, or I sing in the Holy Spirit, but um, but where it comes to what we want to talk about tonight, we want to uh, do something that is in that old, old song, and that is turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And what happens when we look full in his face, it just makes you worship. And so we do it with our understanding. We do it with the Spirit as well. So uh, earlier today we've been praying, worshiping God with our understanding. I'd like us to choose, just like Paul said he could. I will pray with the Spirit. And I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit. And I will sing with the understanding also. Uh, we're going to just pray just for a couple minutes in other tongues and, um, and celebrate the fact that the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, has come. And the greatest help a human can ever help have on this earth 
is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He is our greatest helper yeah. in, in prayer. So, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the subject of prayer, for the privilege of prayer. I thank you that tonight, as we pray, that uh, the Holy Spirit, the great, the great intercessor, is also the great teacher. I thank you, Father, that so much of what I've ever come to know about prayer has been in prayer. It has been gathered around the word, learning it from the word, but so much has been in the doing of prayer, in the practice of prayer, in the privilege of prayer, in the joy of prayer, in actually talking to God heart to heart. What a joy and what a privilege. And so tonight, Father God, as we, uh, as we look into this aspect of prayer, uh, I thank you that the Holy Spirit is here to help us learn and also to participate with him. Amen. All right, so we've had some really interesting and, and good prayer times or uh, discussions in prayer. Um, and looking at the fact that whatever the situation is, you can go to the Word and find what God has to say in the Bible about that, that area, and you pray the Word. We've also looked at the fact that the Holy Spirit can inspire uh, certain verses of Scripture that end up being tools to pray that particular thing that it is um, that you, we need. I know we've had, uh, we had a wonderful night with Herman and um, Adriana. We're praying, praying for uh, a, a mate. What a wonderful, wonderful thing to pray about. But um, it was so helpful to hear what the Holy Spirit uh, gave and, and gave both of them really on and how they, they prayed into that. And they came together and are happy married now. And then Lynette, Lynette Richards helped us. We're praying for family and praying the word. And so what we want to come into tonight, however, is actually when the Holy Spirit taps you on the shoulder and tells you something he wants to pray about. And it's important that we know both sides because we come to him with needs in our own heart, things that are on our heart, people that are on our heart. And we can come and he helps us to find the word to pray and, and we, we approach that. But there are things on his heart. And boy, I'm telling you what, when you come into that kind of prayer, and that's why we called it prophetic prayer. And I've asked uh, Jenny to just help me in this uh, that we talk about tonight and as we pray. I, uh, I know that he has, um, he's used you in that area. We've prayed a lot together in that area. And as I look at, at across here, I know different ones of you actually operate in this kind of prayer. And I think it's exciting. So a lot of this, there are different ones of you could contribute as well really, really aware of that. But this is a time for us to share. Others uh, will be able to, to watch and participate uh, that have been praying for years, and then others can watch and participate who have never prayed at all. 
And I am so thankful for the way of the Holy Spirit that makes it easy for old timers and people that have, have just started and just have come into the family of God and have just started to pray. What I have found, however, doesn't matter how many years you've prayed, it takes the humility of a child, being childlike, to be able to hook up with the Holy Spirit. Uh, that kind of humility puts you in the, in the position to be, uh, to be used by him and with him. Uh, so we don't come in with guns blazing. We don't come in showing our badges of experience. We actually come in really uh, with humility. And in that way, every single time uh, I've had experience with him is always a learning experience. And I, you just keep learning and keep being amazed at him. So he's wonderful. But uh, one thing that I've appreciated and noticed over the years when we've prayed, uh, I want to talk first about praying the word by the Holy Spirit. And you have a, an operation of the Holy Spirit where sometimes he gives you a reference and you don't even know what that reference is. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because again, we're talking about prophetic prayer, prayer that doesn't originate in your in your mind, or on a list anywhere, on anything that you've ever uh, put together in writing or anything. It just comes by the Holy Spirit. So just tell a couple, couple uh, maybe experiences in that. that. Um, I think um, those of you that might know me, I've got a, a, I can remember words and stuff, but I don't remember numbers very well. I <laughs> can't remember phone numbers and stuff like that. And so when it comes to a scripture reference, I often know, oh, it's in Romans or it's in Isaiah, but I often, I, I can't remember the, the numbers. What has happened, though, is the Lord has used that for me because sometimes um, I will get a scripture reference and I don't, and it just comes up in me and I don't even know what, because I can't remember it. And That's uh, kind of encouraging, isn't it? You know, and, and I can remember the scripture verse and I can remember what book it's in, but oh, the numbers just all blur up to me. And so, um, it's so quite often it, it'll just come up in, in my heart and I'll just hear the... I won't hear it with my natural ears, but I can't even explain how I hear it. I hear it with my spiritual ears. I remember one time I was praying for one of my children and the Lord said to me, Acts 3.33, Acts 3, and I thought, Acts 3.33, what is it? And I went and opened it, and there was the answer to what I was praying. So it happens, um, and it's the Word. It's the Word of God. But that doesn't happen as often with me as the Lord just reminds me of a verse. I can remember the words. And the thing that I have found is when I'm looking um, for His Word on something, um, he, he always gives me his word on that. Because, for example, you might have someone who has an issue and so your mind, if you're being disciplined in the word, your mind will go back to the list of scriptures. You know, you have in the back of your Bible or sometimes think, you know, if you're in fear, here are the verses. I thank God for those oh, lists. They're wonderful because yes. I've plowed through those lists, lists from time to time. But sometimes that's not what you reason it out to be. You need God's word on it. 
and um, I can remember a time when I was believing God for a healing and I knew all the scriptures and everything. And then one day someone came to pray with me and brought and what came out was the scripture in Colossians about being joined together and in Ephesians about the body being joined together and um, that which every joint supplies. Well, that was the word of God for me that I received a healing on. Yeah. had nothing to do with healing. So the word of God is not always according to the list that you have in your th thinking. And when you pray the word, sometimes he'll give it to me just the... the you know, the scripture reference, which is so fresh, but then sometimes he'll remind me of a word that I've heard in the Bible or I've seen, I think, well, that's got nothing to do with what I'm praying about, but it's his word on the situation. And when you find his word on the situation, that's a key. And that's the key that will always bring you victory. I've, I've um, uh, because we've, uh, you lead different prayer groups, mm -hmm. and uh, but we also have a prayer group that we've prayed since actually Tony and I moved here, mm -hmm. uh, now going on 16 years. And um, one thing that I notice while we're praying off times is uh, we'll be praying, but you'll be looking in the Bible. And then... Uh, it's not because I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Be, be looking in the Bible... And then uh, often, um, you know, there'll be a pause and a, a verse of scripture will come. And it's like, well, that's help. That just is like a floodlight on the circumstance. But it wasn't something that we gathered before our time of prayer. Yeah. It's just in. But it seems like that's very, very common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see, when, when I first... It, um I have a bit like a bit of a journey in how I learned to pray and I actually the Holy Spirit's taught me how to pray and one of the things that I learned was that um, I actually have to rely on him and trust him um, and so a lot of times I will get things and I'll see things in my imagination and we could probably talk about that a little bit later but I see things in my imagination and sometimes when they're a little bit, oh, what is that? I always say, Lord, you confirm it with the word now. Give me a word because I won't pray off on anything and say, oh, I saw this and I saw that. Because sometimes people think that's what prophetic prayer is, is you get out in la-la land and you start seeing all sorts of visions and stuff. Well, I won't go there because <laughs> it's just that's not profitable. But if I see something, I'll say, well, now, Lord, you show me that in the word. Because he always confirms his word with his word. Mm. And so I've had to, I've, well, once I've trained myself, the Holy Spirit has trained me to, if you see something, and, and I, we've seen some strange things in prayer. Um, and, and, um, you know, the, and the Lord uses your imagination in prayer. You see things. But I can't run off on that, on that tangent without that I've got something to stand on. Otherwise, you're all up in the air and you have got haven't got your feet firmly planted. So I do trust him to lead me to the word. And, and I have to say that he can only lead me as well as I am trained in the word. So the more I get to know the word, the bigger library he has to draw from. But he's so faithful that on occasions I've stumbled on <laughs> something I didn't realise either. So the Holy Spirit's such a helper in prayer. Without this sounding cheapening at all, he's, he's clever. Oh, he's smart. He is very, very good. Uh, I, I like that. 
and I, I hope I hope we're all catching this. You know, when we first started talking about all these different principles of prayer and the different kinds of prayer, everything is rooted and bolted to the word. It is. And uh, you can, uh, <coughs> for a, a sailboat, which I don't know how to sail. I've been on a sailboat, I think, twice. But um, whenever the the sail is up and it's catching the wind, it's important that everything is stable so that the mast doesn't break off. That's so true. <laughs> and it's also important that with strong winds, at least, uh, you need, on the bottom of the boat, you need a keel, something really, really weighted so that the stronger the wind blows up here, it doesn't also blow the whole boat over. It actually moves the boat instead of blowing it over. And so, uh, really, our foundation in the Word cannot be overstated. You can go go anywhere the Holy Ghost wants you to go in the realm of the Spirit if you've got a strong keel. You can get in gale winds of, of a move of the Holy Spirit and not get weird. It'll just move you. And it'll move you faster. So we cannot underestimate the, 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 uh, the value of, of the word in prayer. And that's why we've spent quite a, a, a bit of time even to get up to this point. The word, the word, the promises of God, the word, the word. And yet still, even with prophetic prayer, it's still... Um, Lasseled to the word. And the wonderful thing about that, you can get into prayer and have some amazing experiences in God. But when you've got a, a keel in the word, the wonderful thing I found about that is that, you know, you, you write it down. You write down that scripture verse. A couple of days later, you can go back to, the, back to that scripture verse and get back in the spirit again. Because that, that word of God becomes a doorway back in to where you were last week. And uh, so, you know, it's wonderful to go back and you go, oh, the Lord gave me this. And you open the scripture and you read it again and boom, you're back in that room and you see all those wonderful things in God. Being in the spirit and, and that kind of prophetic prayer is so exciting. So exciting. Wonderful. Now, you've used the word uh, uh, entrance. The word gives you entrance. Can you just iron on that a little bit to to the spirit? Yeah. Um, Well, because the the words that, that these words that are written are spirit and life. And and Jesus said, I am the door. And he is also the word. Mm. So when you get into a place in God, in the spirit, you enter there by the word and um and as you said this the wind of the spirit will blow you and you'll go around this and you'll see things and experience things but there is an as an, an anchor point by which you actually can get back in there again and it's that word it's the doorway back into the spirit is that what you it were talking is. about you'll find sometimes in praying prophetic prayer you'll have assignments where you're working on kingdom projects that can't be uh, completed in one prayer sitting. 
you have to go back to it, just like road work that they've been doing on the M1 right out here in Springwood. I mean, it's taken days and weeks and months. But they just keep going after it. They just keep going after it, and they make, in, uh, in, in the spirit, you make, you make inroads in the spirit. And so you can actually go back to that job site in the spirit, and you go through, often, you go through those words yeah. that God gives you. It's like go you back to where you were before. You go back to And you can pick up where you left off. And you, you don't have to start all over. Exactly. That's exactly right. And um, he's interested. in The Lord is interested. What I have found is in this journey of prayer that the more faithful I am with small things, he gives you more and gives you more. And, you know, we, you start praying for um, maybe you, your family or your people close by and be diligent. And not when I say diligent, I don't mean it's hard work. You, you learn the... Faithful. You're faithful to it. And you learn the techniques of the spirit, not the techniques that might be written in a book because they all might be good too. But the, the Lord has particular things and ways that you work. he works with you. I found that with me. He's got ways that he works with me. Oh, and I love the way he works with me because he's so gentle because sometimes I'm a you know, slow learner. But he, he teaches you these ways. And so when you learn to pray by his ways... You just get into places and pick up assignments that, oh my, you you can travel the world. You literally can travel the world. You can go anywhere in the world that he wants you to go, to nations and places. I'm and ta- it's so real. So real. It so is so real. real. Now, um, one thing that... Um, we're going to move because there are several different areas here. Um, so praying the word by the help of the Holy Spirit prophetically um, for assignments that he has. We're talking about that, things that he, and which can be in your, personal, in your personal life. But it is, I have found over the years, it is most commonly kingdom business. A lot of kingdom business. So, uh, of course, my family gets blessed in I seek first the kingdom of God and all these things and things important to me, he helps me with. But often, prophetic prayer is kingdom business. The the thing that really got me started on this was when, um, I think it was Terry Pearson said, prayer is not so much, or it might have been Lynn or somebody said it, prayer is not so much telling God what's on your heart but asking God what's on his heart. And what I found is um, he's so faithful. He's so good because if you've got things on your heart, he'll work, you, work with you through, with it. And, and you might have a big project that's on your heart. That, and, and God, is, he's concerned about that. He's interested in it. He'll work with you on it. But I can remember some years ago, he asked me. He was so so precious he said to me and well I'll say it he he said will you pray for the United States and in his voice it was like not this is your assignment he asked me it's almost like would you do me a favor and I said Lord I'll pray anything that's on your heart and when I discovered that when I work with him 
with what's in his heart, my own stuff gets dealt with. And he said, if you, you take care of my business, I'll take care of your business. Well, I thought, actually, that sounds like a good deal to me. I'll take care of God's business and he'll take care of my business. And so he's given, uh, he's given me, he's given us assignments to work on that are on his heart. I'd never have thought to pray. Why would I want to pray for the United States? I'd rather pray for Australia. But he asked me, he said, would you? And I said, Lord, of course you know I would. And then I said to him, if I'm going to do that, you're going to have to help me. He said, yeah, I'll help you. I think that is a, that's a key. You can feel so inept, so inept. Oh, yeah. I remember, um, I remember um, this was back in 1977, January, and um, brother, uh, at the Lord asked me to pray for Brother Hagen. And um, I was just embarrassed. I was all by myself, and I was embarrassed. I thought, how can I pray for him? I mean, what can I ever say in prayer for him? And then I try, trying to pray uh, highfalutin prayers or prayers that I've heard other people pray, it's like um, David in Saul's armor. And so I think... I think um, you, you feel really, really humble or really... Um, it's, so, it's so true. Mm. And, and, but the like one David's stones. That's what I felt like I was bringing into the prayer room. Okay, we got pebbles. some rocks here. I got some pebbles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've found that, that the Lord's given me some assignments, but the thing is that I'm not the only one carrying that assignment. And so, you know, when the Lord said, would you pray for the United States? I went, yeah, sure, I can. I've got this covered, God. I can cover the whole... U no, and I, I can't pray for the whole United States all by myself. But the Lord has given me little tiny pieces, and it's mostly through people, that he's connected me with people there. And he said, now, if you pray for those people, I'll, I'll be able to work there. And so, no, I haven't prayed for the big, you know, I don't... It's not big highfalutin prayers by any stretch of the imagination. But, the, but there are people that are there that the Lord says, I want you to connect with them and pray for them. And I went, yeah, I can do that. Because I knew it's part of this bigger assignment uh, for the nation and for the plan of God at the end All of right. the All right, so you said that when you pray that God has connected you with people. I think that is very curious. Because when you draw near to the throne... But somebody else is drawing near to the same throne for the same purpose. You're aware of God, but then you also come to know people. And those are sweet friendships. The ones that you share throne, throne time. Room time with, yeah. yeah. Talk, talk, about, talk about that. Talk about that. Um. Those connections are really important to me because they're important to God. And um, I love the, the scripture both in Ephesians and Colossians. You know that one that I said that I got healed on, that which every joint supplies. And so when I discovered that about the body of Christ, that when I'm joined with some person, regardless of how significant or insignificant that person is, there is a supply that we actually work. You know, your body itself, when you exercise, it, it supplies your whole body. 
well, this exercising of the body doesn't just happen with people who you're in close proximity with. It actually happens with people who can be on the other side of the globe. And, and, and there are times when um, in prayer I'll become so aware of um, someone else in whom, who I may have met or known or who I have some connection with and and then I might just send them a message hey I was really aware of you in the throne room today and and they'll reply yeah I was of you too and you know that wonderful thing is you're not just connecting with God I'm not just a lone ranger in prayer I'm actually part of a really big assignment and I have a, a little tiny part but it's a part that connects with some other person or other supply and we work that supply together and we have no idea and I mean they don't call me and say hey Jenny I got a prayer request uh, will you pray no we just the Holy Spirit puts it together and and then we and I'm praying and then I'm so aware and then there are people also in the states who I pray for because they're like the Lord has put his finger on them for great assignment and I may or may not even have connection with them yet I still pray for them because there is this this working together of the body I love it that the whole body can extend right around the world and we become aware of each other I, I I am really that that this is a part of prophetic prayer is um, the material that you're praying the assignments the word that he gives you the experience or what you see with your spiritual senses uh, your spiritual eyes ears your what uh, your whole spiritual senses uh, and then the participants yeah. And uh, the participants, what I mean the participants, the people you pray with, they could be in the room, they may not be. Um, we pray here on, uh, on Tuesday mornings at 7.30. If anybody wants to come at 7.30, it's not a prayer group. You're on your own, just right. talk to God. But, uh, uh, but anyway, this particular morning, I mean, it was freezing in this room freezing and um, just rugged up from head to toe and uh, while I was praying I was really aware I was praying for people in cold dark places praying not for them I was praying with them and it shook me they were some of God's finest mm. and they were in really difficult places I don't know if they were like in North Korea if they were in prison someplace yeah. um, that was amazing because oh we all yeah. had that that morning yeah. there were a, a few of us here and there it's like whoa well, what is this um, and this is where you know um, and you might think well how do you get to see those things something that I've realized this is a key for me you know, the, the the Bible says that when you pray in the spirit, your mind is unfruitful, right? Because you're not praying out of your, your language area in your brain. You're praying out of your spirit. So I my reasoning, and I think it's right, that if my mind is unfruitful when I'm praying in the spirit, then whatever comes up in my imagination was not a product of my mind. It must it must have been a product of of my spirit mm. so as i'm praying in tongues i and praying in the spirit my imagination starts to see things 
I'm not going crazy. I'm just, my imagination starts to see things. And um, this was, uh, actually it was really clear in 9-11, this is nearly 20 years ago when we started praying about that and we saw things. And then I remember one time in our prayer time, we were praying and we saw these women with black socks on their feet. Do you remember that? Mm. And we, we knew we were praying not just with, not just for, but with Russian women. And so the more we prayed, we saw, we saw these Russian women hiding people in their barns. And you know, are we going loopy? No. Praying in the spirit, what comes up out of there into your imagination, you know if you're praying in tongues, it's not a product of your brain. It's not a product of your thinking. It's coming up out of your spirit. So that's really helped me to start to see things in the spirit. And that's why I said when you see things in the spirit, then it's like you, you could go off there and you go, whoa, take me back to the word, Lord. <laughs> take me back to the word. I've got to have my feet on some solid ground here. But then you still go out in the spirit. And I, I mean, I've been... I remember one time I was praying for a couple in the Falkland Islands, for goodness sake. How many of you have ever prayed about the Falklands? And this was not during the Falklands War. This was just recently. And I knew and I could see them, this couple. And I wept for them because I saw the situation they were in. Well, how did I see that? I'm praying in tongues and in my imagination it came up. Now, you've got to know that in your imaginings, it's not your brain, but it's coming up out of your spirit, man. That's why it's so important to keep a hold on this. Because otherwise, you could go and, and you know, it's, and it's good to pray with other people. Because sometimes, you know, you, you could get a bit scared where you could go. But keep, keep found it. And I say, okay, Lord, show me in the word. What am I praying for them? And he'll take me to a scripture and I'm praying that scripture for them. Always come back to the word. Always come back to the word. It's just so it, it enables you to be real stable and uh, to work together with, with him. He yeah. is the living word. You know, uh, sometimes you end up meeting those people that you pray for. And then sometimes I remember praying one time uh, uh, for, uh, a, I know she was in Siberia. And I could see her. And, I, and she was my age. And I think I must have been maybe 21 at the time or something. I was quite young. I, oh, just yearned for her. And I knew she had been so persecuted. Actually, uh, her family sent to Siberia. So uh, their situation was really hard. Prayed for her, prayed for her, prayed for her. And uh, then years later, years and years later, went with... Um, with Billy and Jim Caseman and and Lynn and um, we went to Russia and this was before communism came down so we had to sneak different places. We went to a house church uh, that was jam packed full of people. We had to sneak to get there. And there were four ladies that had come twelve time zones. Can you imagine twelve time zones to get in that house meeting? They'd gone by, I can't remember how many days by train. There were four girls my age, and one kept, we kept looking at each other. And I thought, oh, my lands, <laughs> that's that girl. I couldn't talk, you know, she spoke Russian and I spoke English. 
There was only one interpreter for the whole lot of us. But we, we after the meeting was over, we, <laughs> we clung <laughs> to each other. We just like it was, we found each other. Yeah. It's amazing. I was able to give her some yeah. things and material. Um, you know, after the Lord asked me if I'd pray for the United States, and I said yes. Well, it might have been a year or two later, I was in the United States and had a couple of days by myself. And um, and so and Patsy said, oh, there's a, there's a pastor and his wife in Sacramento who I think you'd like them. Why don't you go and, you know, so contact her. And she said, yeah, come stay with us. So I turned up at Sacramento at the railway station at midnight it was dark it was in the middle of the night no one was there and I'm looking for I've never seen this couple <laughs> I didn't know who they were and I saw them walking down the the corridor and the first thing I said was I know you and she said yeah I know you we knew each other it was like we just knew each other but we would had both been on that same assignment because they prayed well, Sacramento of course is the capital of California and they say as it goes in California, so it goes in the whole of the United States. So she's real boots on the ground in California. And so we, you know, the Lord brought us together. But we had been together in prayer. We just knew it. I just knew her. From this great Southland of the Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, that's an island, we are not disconnected or isolated from the rest of the family. We're connected to the family in heaven and the, the family on earth, anywhere on the earth. We want to just pray in just a little bit. Just want to say just a couple more things. Want to pray. But um, this tonight is just meant to yeah, just stir up the gift of the Holy Ghost. The basics are the word and praying in other tongues. The word and praying in other tongues and then start just taking steps of just giving yourself to God and not coming into prayer head first. Come in often we'll yeah. say, Where do you want us to go? Yeah. Where? What do you want? No no agenda. And then a lot of times we you know, there's a lot it, of it things to pray about. Like a lot of things to pray about. <laughs> But I have found the greatest adventure, what keeps me wanting to pray every day of my life, is this adventure. You couldn't keep me from... <laughs> this is too much fun. It's it great. It absolutely is. And, you know, the, and so you might be saying, oh, this is nice, it's all right for you. But, you know, I believe that everyone, um, every believer has this c capability. If you're not sort of afraid of it and think that it's something woo-woo, the key for me is praying in, in tongues. It's like, you know, if you're going to do run a marathon or do some sort of, uh, of, you know, physical sport, you can't do it unless you are well exercised and you really built your muscles up. And praying in tongues actually builds your muscles up. And, you know, Romans says that when you pray in tongues, you that the Holy Spirit is sounding out the depths of God. So as you're praying in tongues, you're sounding out the depths of God. And then I heard a minister say to once, why don't you ask for an interpretation? Oh, well, that's a novel idea. So I'd be praying in tongues. I'd say, Lord, give me an interpretation on that. What have I been praying for? And then up in my imagination, I'll start to see things. And every believer can do this because he hasn't sort of just marked 
you know, me or some particular person. Everyone can do this. You know, mothers do this without even knowing it because the Lord shows them things about their kids. <laughs> How many times have your kids go, it's not fair. Mum's already seen what I've done because the Holy Spirit actually shows you. Well, can you imagine what it's like if, if you allow the Lord to use you on a much wider scale? I mean, I'm, I know I'm praying into areas that I don't know that I'll ever, ever walk in those places physically, but in, in prayer, I, I'm one of many who are praying along those lines. And it's just because I say, Lord, what's on your heart? What's on your heart? And then do the training, pray in tongues, pray in tongues, be familiar with the word, and then he's got a lot to work with. Praise the Lord. Well, we have just a few minutes, and then we'll want to wrap everything up. Why don't we do it? Let's just do it. And, Lord, we're just so thankful yeah. for this great privilege of being able to act like who we are. We're sons of the, mm -hmm. of the living God. And so, Father, by faith, we, we do. We just, we just pray. Go ahead, Jenny, and just um, lead us into uh, just praying in other tongues and yeah. okay. as we go. Well, Father, we just thank you for the Holy Spirit who not only helps us to pray in tongues, but gives us words. So we are asking tonight for new words by the Spirit as we pray in tongues, as we pray out these mysteries. And and in your Roman Emanevoro, a chapari tusku, diskinis, askinis, lasganis, iskinis, canamanamari, shulum nelulu, pretiminta bramarata. Amnenorum and ye predigeto prat and contegri jarum, a chublan and ye net bearing eskini valamani to bramanenda. Ichu tu skin britu to pramananto tatare nai. No menomorofening gribiatas. And no brengeni abromo, yea. Osgelen yo no pregeni chinjef deskanaman brovocata. O meninetta praticera. Yeah, yeah. So what's coming up, what I can see is as, as you are praying, this is what I see. I see words coming out of your mouths like building blocks. And the building blocks are pouring out of your mouth. And then the Lord, the architect and builder of the church, is taking those building blocks and is building 
<laughs> not just a building, but a plan, a whole plan, a whole plan. And every word that comes out of your mouth fits into that spirit realm that it fits into and it brings into out of the spirit realm into the earth the plan of God and in these days says the Lord I need many words spoken I need many words spoken out of the mouth of my prophets says the Lord and there are words to come forth from your life that only your life can supply And so ask of me, says the Lord, and I will give you words to speak. And you will see where those words land like building blocks. And you will see the picture start to develop. And at the culmination of the age, when we all look at the great tapestry of the plan of God, you will identify the part of the tapestry that you have spoken. And that is my prophecy, says the Lord. That is prophetic prayer. That is your portion in the plan oh but without that part says the lord there would be a hole in the tapestry so pray speak out that word trust the holy spirit oh we thank you for it lord thank you lord the spirit of prophecy (laughs) the spirit of prophecy not just on one or two not just on three or four, but on the whole body. The whole body is to prophesy. The whole body is to bring forth words that build. Hallelujah. Let's just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost some more. And in Yera, Adile Jonor, Uvomomonita Dere. Arino Chuchita Preki di Falablinid in Untoprat, Chipli Nomana Mokoti, Tara Aske, Ere Aske, Aske, Aske. Oh, ask him, ask him, ask him, and he'll give it to you. Sarino Shamo Koporo, Gerobalo Mlumin Chipirista. Given to it. Given to it. Given to it. Oh, now, um, and we've been praying in those building blocks, different, they're going in many different, different places. Uh, there's one place for us to build together. And um, uh, when we first started praying, it, it came up in my heart uh, regarding England, England. 
Hallelujah. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't I believe it's the some kind of it seemed like some kind of connection between Australia and England. Yes. And so um he wants that. Let's give it to him. Let's yeah. let's give yeah. our vessels to him and pray yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Hallelujah. Uh, and I just see us just praying in here, um, the people, this 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 family church. Yeah. Hallelujah! Allow the Holy Spirit to just lead you to pray for different people. Yeah, people and that come up in your imagination as you're praying in tongues, you'll see them. If you want to walk and pray, that is fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's let us. Uh, articulate his prayers, building people. I think, yeah. uh, Alan, you said it this morning, it's building the temple. It's actually building people. Yeah. So building yeah. blocks are going to come out. And I just believe that uh, what is going to transpire from that is an open doors to be able to give word of edification, exhortation, and comfort actually to people. Praise the name of the Lord. Or arrange it for some people to do it. Hallelujah. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's let's lift up our voice to pray for our church family. Yeah, you can walk and pray if you like. What you see. What is it you see? Say what you see. Every face. Every face, every cut, second, about the dear breast under the dear broad, the dear grandata. Hangaramanga lavando lolo bogore built up a spiritual house. Equivetron de la leliare, a spiritual house. 
a spiritual house. Eki Petro doti di dia grande te dia vrete. Andeve te dia ritiki toto to kote. The healer is in the house. Iati di ti pato kote di ti dia kato loti di ti dande da dopo dosta. Zelelele da kanamansa na mero nande de dia vrene. Elimeke de dia vreke strengthened. Strengthened. Iti bele de nia nanda rabakaro lo ste de dia vrara da sata. Educate or vos and an ede. Aravagelo lo dia vreke di bejelo lo ste de. Eredia leteketoro stone de radita ravello lo lo bogore. It avails. It changes. Bringing it up. It brings changes. Oh, a full supply of the Spirit. Responds unto his voice in your voice. The ability to amplify his voice. In prayer, there is a, an ability to amplify his voice. And distinguishable. Making his voice distinguishable. And a voice to be heard. Oh, greater. And a mangandolo lolo bogara betreshtore dete. Stele liliadana. Enzamrangaraderas. Yele liliadaras. Yele liliadara gorololo basambla da For you're at work. Aha. Yele liliadere and it builds and it builds and it builds. It does build. And also words that tear down and, uh, and uproot. Hallelujah. Words. Yeah, 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 go ahead. 
There's a wonderful example of this kind of prayer that um, has been a real inspiration to me. And it's out of, uh, from the um, prophet Jeremiah and out of Jeremiah 1. And it's really interesting because um, the Lord says to him in verse 4, Jeremiah 1 verse 4, Then the word of the Lord came to me, Jeremiah, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and I have separated you and consecrated you and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Now, we know Jeremiah said, you know, he thought he was just a young man. I don't know how old he was, but he was young. So he said. And then I said, Our Lord God, behold, I cannot speak because I'm only a youth. But the Lord said to me, Say not, I'm only a youth, for you shall go to all whom I shall send you to, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Isn't that wonderful? Jeremiah didn't speak for his own, only what the Lord told him to. And uh, he said, Don't be afraid of them. In verse 9 he says, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Oh, I love that. You see, Jeremiah was just a vessel. The Lord said, I put my words in your mouth. And this is what the Lord said to him. Now see, this day I've appointed you to oversight of the nations and of the kingdoms. Whoa, that is a prayer assignment. Oversight of the nations. Wouldn't you like to stand in that seat of authority? I mean, would you? It's awesome. It's amazing. But the Lord is looking for people like Jeremiah. And he said, I've put you uh, oversight of the nations and of the kingdoms to root out, pull down, destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. What a huge assignment. And he did it by the words that that God put in his mouth. Now, I love this. And he says, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? Well, here's Jeremiah's opportunity to be a big, mighty prophet of God. So you know what Jeremiah says? He says, oh, I see a branch or a shoot of an almond tree. (laughs) Whoa, yeah, that's going to pull down nations and destroy and overthrow. And you know what the Lord said to him? He said, "Uh, you've seen well. Good job, Jeremiah. I've put my words in your mouth. And what I've put my words in your mouth to do is to all of this stuff, oversight of the nations and kingdoms, root out, pull down, destroy, overthrow, build and to plant. The Lord says, now what do you see? He says, I see the, the branch of an almond tree. He only just had to send that back to the Lord. That's all that God gave him. He didn't even understand it. He didn't start to build a doctrine on almond tree doctrine or you know, teaching or whatever. No, he just sent it back to the Lord. He said, I see the branch of an almond tree. And the Lord says, well done, Jeremiah. I can use that. Wouldn't you like to be just like Jeremiah? The Lord give us a huge assignment ruling from that position of authority that Jesus purchased for us right at the right hand, seated on the with him in heavenly places and he says i've given you huge amount of authority now just say what you see and all you see if all you see is the root of the branch of an almond tree well done i just love that way about the ways of the spirit they're huge but when you're participating in it you think oh my part was just so little and the lord says well done just say what you see don't send an email to the pastor or post it on Facebook. Just say it, send it back to him 
and he can do a lot with it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, I thank you for every every heart and every voice in our church family that is responding under the Holy Spirit in any measurement, in any measurement. I thank you for how valid each voice is, every heart and every voice. Father, I thank you for the men's prayer meeting on Saturday morning that so ministers to my husband. Just so thankful for every one of those voices. Father, I'm thankful for every prayer meeting, every prayer group. I'm just so grateful. I acknowledge them to you. I'm so thankful for the response that people are having to you. And I thank you that you're adding to it as we acknowledge. We just acknowledge. We're just so grateful. Thank you, Lord, for wanting us. And we're just saying, yeah. No one can come to you except you draw us. And thank you for drawing us in Jesus' name. Amen. So I just encourage you this week, enjoy times with God. Enjoy times with one another as the Lord arranges those. Good things are happening. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you in a month. (laughs) God bless you. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.